J-Lo has just insulted a gift that was given to me many years ago by a family member. I saw it. <laughs> basically what happened was my stepmom had an old couch. And when I got the place I'm in now back in 2014, she, you know, decided to give it to me. But again, it's old, so it makes these creaking sounds. And Alana and I were just making fun of it. <laughs> and meanwhile, my couch is not noisy. Right. Also, though, if she hadn't have given me that, my apartment would still not have a couch. True. Which did help during the pandemic. Yeah. Yes, but it's over now. It is over. Yes. I came over here this morning, was very excited to give you back your glass container, and I say, let me give it to you. And you're like, no, I know, Bob. Well, no, I had to do something first because I was, <laughs> I was, I was um, putting back my. Uh, drip pans and burners because i washed them last night i washed two of them actually yeah um and i had to i'm gonna check them again after you leave so i can make sure that they're working yeah because i think i put them in the wrong way or i um reconnected the other thing wrong but um but that's why and then you gave me my glass container back i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit hurt but uh you got it back. Yeah, but I explained what I was doing. No, I know. I know, babes. Mm -hmm. I know, honey. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to do something good, and I got this lady acting snippy. No. Yeah, I, I wasn't trying to be snippy. I was just like, hold on a minute. Nice. nice. I, didn't, I mean, I know it didn't come out right, but I also was a little bit tired this morning. So. Yes. We didn't, both didn't get to bed until, like, after one. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Sunday night into Monday, but for some reason lately I haven't been able to have a good sleep on Sunday. I know what I was doing. I was playing Super Mario World <laughs> off and on throughout the day. And it would be one of those things where I'd, I'd pick it up at like 10 in the morning. Maybe not 10 because that's when we were together. But I'd pick it up and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to play for a half hour. Then I'm going to quit. And i turn off my computer and like an hour and a half later, i just keep going back to it. Mm -hmm. And a couple different things happened. I wanted to see if some of the cheat codes I found also worked for Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World. Mm -hmm. So are you familiar with Super Mario All-Stars? No, I'm not. Okay, so basically, when the Super Nintendo was out, you know, they did the the three main games for the original one. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 2, and Super Mario uh, 3. So in Super Mario All-Stars is basically all three of them packages one plus the lost levels and the lost levels was supposed to be super mario 2 mm -hmm. and it is over in japan but they decided that it was too difficult for an american audience mm -hmm. so the it never got a proper release before being advertised as the lost levels in super mario all-stars mm -hmm. and then a couple years later they released that plus super mario world Mm. which is a great way to it's basically you're repackaging your greatest hits mm -hmm. and a lot of the cheat codes i used also worked on the super mario world version on super mario all-stars ah. so that was fun to learn i'm almost at the end of the game babes wow yeah yeah and before i was having difficulty i think i, I was on one of the castle levels in the third world where they have those like magical enemies that come up. Yep. And I couldn't get past that for whatever reason. Now you can take an alternative world a row uh, and go into other areas of the game, but I wanted to defeat it because there's a couple other levels I like playing as a kid. And then I figured out a trick how to bring the star man into that level. Mm -hmm. And that helped a lot. That helped get me past it. Ah. And yesterday I found out that you can use two cheat codes at the same time, which I know, Rick, you're not 11 anymore. <laughs> but how do you so pronounce fun. that word? Cheap? Is it cheap codes? No, cheat. Cheat codes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So you can use two at the same time. The one combination I like is the flying Yoshi and the Starman. Wow. I think that's really the best one. Yeah. When you explain it to me, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, video games have become a lot more enjoyable ever since I figured out how to cheat. <laughs> well, I won't tell if you won't. Thank you. Here's a question <laughs> for you. Yeah? How many 
blind people do you know who are good at video games? Well, my one friend in Hawaii got into, well, actually it was a couple of them. One of them was into Sega. The other one was um, into like Super Mario Brothers. But are they um, good at them? I mean, my friend was good at Super Mario. And I think it was, it was, and she, you know, she's totally blind, but um, I think it's because of the music. Mm -hmm. She could tell what she was doing, which makes a lot of sense. I might have told you this before, but I can't remember where it was. In high school, I kind of knew this kid who was really good at Super Mario mm -hmm. Brothers, and the same thing is he told us that he could do it by the sound. Yep. But most other blind people I know aren't that good at it. So yeah. I have a friend of mine who's also blind, and I don't know, like five years ago, maybe a little bit more, I got a Super Nintendo Classic. Mm -hmm. And it had a bunch of games on it, including Kirby. Okay. Have you ever played Kirby? No, I didn't play a lot of Nintendo because I didn't know what to do. Like, I got as far as Duck Hunt, and that was it. Yeah. Kirby is super, super easy to beat. Like, I've never beaten the game, but yeah. that's only because I've lost interest so quickly because it seems so easy. Okay. So, you know, we were talking about it, and he said, oh, yeah, I used to love to play Kirby. And I said, yeah, but that game is so simple. Anybody can beat it. And he said, yeah, that's kind of why I liked it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't... Uh... We didn't have, I don't think we had um, Super Mario Brothers on our uh, Nintendo um, set, but we didn't have wow. a lot of games on it. That's the most popular game, though. Yeah, I know. It is. By far, I think. Out of all the Nintendo games, yes. Yeah, for the regular one? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played um, Zelda? I know you played Tetris, but you said you didn't like it. I didn't like Tetris. I've played Zelda, but... The only video games I've ever really, really gone hardcore with are the Mario ones. Uh, my my uncle told me that he used to play um, Atari games. I played a couple of those. Yeah. Because I do obviously have an emulator on my Mac. And so I just have like these, all these video games, but I really only go and play a couple of them. And isn't like the first video game, like, was it, was it Pong? That's what they say. I don't know if that's true or not, yeah. but that's the common answer. Yeah, because I heard of Pong and Atari, but but when we were growing up, it was Nintendo and Sega. Yeah, those are the two big things. Have you ever read that book, Console Wars? Nope. About the war between Sega and uh, Nintendo? Nope. It mainly focuses on the Sega side of things. Wow. It's a pretty good book. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Yeah, and I heard uh, somewhere that Seth Rogen bought the movie rights to it. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't like him as an actor. He seems like a really cool person on interviews, though. And he's produced stuff that I like. Like, I know that he's one of the main creative people behind The Boys, the TV version of it. Oh, the TV version? Yeah, of he's it? a producer on that show. Oh. I mean, you know, how much of it is him just putting his name on there? Are you talking about the ones that we watch? Yes. Okay, that one. Okay. How much of the just like he has his name on there versus he's involved in every detail of the show? I don't know, okay. but the show itself is great. So. Oh, oh yeah. I hope he's involved with it. Oh. Because I. Just because I don't like him in movies. Yeah. He seems like a very cool guy in interviews, and he also wrote Super Bad and is great as the cop in it who befriends McLovin. <laughs> That's not even a name. What kind of a name is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McLovin sounds like a sandwich or something. Yes. The so, McLovin burger. Uh, I wish Seth Rogen a lot of luck. Also, uh -huh. apparently he's big on Alzheimer's research. Alzheimer's research? Yeah, I heard that his mother-in-law got it when she was pretty young. But he's like um, talked to Congress about it apparently and all sorts of stuff. I do like that. Mm. I don't know. Every time I hear about research for diseases i think that there are cures out there for them but because the medical field is so hush hush they don't want anyone to find out and so they spent all they spend all this money on research see i i think there's truth to what you're saying yeah. in a lot of cases i don't know if it's a hundred percent the case though so i don't know well, if we have a full-on cure for alzheimer's well let me give you another example of this right cancer right there are a lot of things that can combat uh, cancer. Mm -hmm. 
but that don't need your standard chemo and radiation because now we're finding out that chemo and radiation is really horrible yes. on your body and it's not responsive to every single cancer. Um, and there are doctors that have tried um, unconventional ways of helping um, patients um, get rid of their cancer completely and they're losing their, they almost, either they lose their jobs over it or they almost lose their jobs over it because the medical field, um, well, I guess when you go to medical school, they want you to to play by the book. Right. And if they don't like that you're going outside of the box, they don't want their patients to know that. And I'll give you an example um, of what I'm talking about. So I told you that when I had cancer, my sister started me on this goji berry juice. That yep. It was like actually a month before I went into the hospital. No, it was, a, it was either a month or uh, it was somewhere before then. And I, uh, I told this nurse practitioner, I won't say what her name is, and I won't even say the hospital, I told the nurse practitioner what I was doing, and this is by the time I was in Hawaii, and she was really against it. She said, you can't be taking that because there's too much antioxidants. I'm thinking, what is that supposed to mean? Aren't antioxidants good for you? Oh. I didn't ask her any questions, and she was she could have used it too because at the time she was pregnant. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know what she was complaining about, but... But I decided, okay, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because we're going to see what happens with my um, blood and my platelets. And my blood work came out good. My hair was growing thicker. And um, they didn't really ask any more questions about it. Nice. My, my oncologist was more receptive to it because he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, um, I uh, know of a doctor who has studied goji berries, and I, I think it's okay. So he was okay with it. Okay. She was not. Yeah. Because she didn't want to listen to what I had to say. And after she gave birth, when she was in the hospital for that, they came in and said, sorry, we just figured out that you have cancer and you have two days to live. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. That might not have happened. Oh, <laughs> By the way, yeah, we're going to talk about this eventually. Suzanne Summers would have been 77 years old today, mm -hmm. but unfortunately she died yesterday. Wow. I still can't believe it. But she did live a pretty full life. She kind of reminds me personality-wise when I see her in interviews like my aunt. She seems like a nice lady in interviews. I yeah. She, she does. I get the feeling that, you know, I don't think that she's one of these rich people who's really stuck up. Like, I bet if you met her... And could get her in a conversation. She's probably pretty cool to be around. I mean, she spoke out about what was going on with Patrick Swayze. And thinking back on it, I didn't understand it. But I get why she was talking about that. Because, you know, he was he was going through uh, radiation and chemo treatments. But he was also smoking, too. Yeah, and he had pancreatic cancer, which is like one of the worst ones you can get. Uh-huh. And I think she was concerned but what she did, and I thought was it was pretty brave of her, was to speak out against a lot of things that are going into our bodies and toxins. And she was talking about, like, um, it's not good for someone to go to the bathroom between 1 and 3, 3 a.m. That doesn't make any Hold sense. Hold on. All right. Don't comment. Go ahead. Oh, I said go ahead. Okay. What, what was you for? Hold on. What were you uh, for? Because you like to make comments and then... I give me a kiss then or we're not having a jiggle Oh, uh, hey! All right, give me a kiss then. Mm. All right, go ahead. Okay, now, now listen carefully. I'm trying now. Now, th this is based on the research that she's been doing as far as getting rid of toxins because um she she went through breast cancer in 2000, got a lump lumpectomy, and in an interview, she said, I decided that for my own health, I didn't want to get chemo or radiation because she thought it was it would be worse for her to get it than um, if she if she had treated her cancer um, her own way. 
And um, she did a lot of things that I thought was pretty interesting and in that um, she said, no, I'm not gonna get this treatment. I don't want it. And I'm gonna do something else. Um, so she, um, she treated her own breast cancer. She did her own research. Uh, talking to um, a doctor in, in Dallas and some other doctors and uh, what their survival rate was as far as um, the patients that survival rates that have um, been under those doctors. And some doctors have mentioned um, a 15 year survival rate or more. Um, and some of the treatments they were using besides, uh, instead of rather, instead of chemo and radiation. And she's speaking out about that too. And how um, it's good to eat uh, more whole foods. If uh, and, and thinking about that, if you have the money, and she did have the money, yeah. it sounds like. But so they, I heard rumors that she was worth like $200 million. Now, who knows if that number is a little bit exaggerated, but I believe that she probably was doing pretty well for herself. Financially, that is. Yeah, I mean, she did create the Thigh Master, which is actually really good for your thighs. She was also the mom on Step by Step, so. And and Chrissy on Three's Company. Yeah. I think she probably, though, made more money off Step by Step than she did off of Three's Company. Yeah, because she was on the whole time. She was on the whole time. It was also in the 90s. People were getting paid more for TV shows mm -hmm. than they did back in the 1970s when Three's Company was around. Yep. So I think that contributed to it. Now, having said that, she probably made more money off the Thigh Master than anything else. Yeah. Yes. But it should also be noted that from what I've read, she did end up dying from breast cancer. Again. But but didn't you read that she she took radiation treatments, which I'm surprised? I don't remember that. Uh, but it's possible that I did read that because I was yeah. reading it to you over the phone, but I wasn't completely, you know, I still processing her death. I was in shock. That's what happened with Olivia Newton-John. She um, got breast cancer again before she died. Ouch. Remember? I'll take your word for she it. Died, no, she died last summer, remember? No, was, I, I know that she died like a, a little over a year ago, but I don't remember how she passed away. I'm not saying it, you're wrong. I think it was cancer. It could have been. I think it was breast cancer. Yeah, I'm not right? saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't remember. Yeah, but I do remember that because that was, uh, that was uh, I think it was the day before our anniversary. Or We were hanging out, and what was that restaurant, the one, Pop Belly Sandwiches? Pot belly sandwich shop. Sandwich shop downtown. Yeah. About to see some noon tunes. My sister called me and we're talking about life. And she said, Oh, Olivia Newton John died today. Uh and yeah. she has a connection to our family. By the way, just to make it clear, I did not know Olivia Newton John. I never yeah. met the lady. I've seen interviews with her and she seems like a nice lady. Nice. Yeah. She she seems like a very nice lady oh, from uh, Australia. Yes. So I don't understand why you're not supposed to use the bathroom between one and three PM. No, but which one and three a.m. A.m. Okay. Because she said something like in her own research, that's, I think it has to do with getting rid of toxins. Like if you if you're doing that, that means that you have toxins in your body. I I didn't quite get it either. Yeah. I think that's what she said, and 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 don't take my word for it because I heard this interview a long time ago, mm -hmm. and but a lot of the research she did on cancer itself and. Um, what actually causes it? What's what cancers are responsive responsive to chemo and radiation are really interesting. The cancers that she found that are actually um, responsive to chemo and radiation is um, types of lymphoma and testicular cancer and um, Leukemia. Yeah. But I, not the other one. Yeah, I just want to die suddenly. I don't want to get a cancer. Oh what? Uh, what? All right, finish up and then I'll tell you how I want to and die. And I, I told you, you told you told everybody. It bears repeating it doesn't, constantly. It doesn't bear repeating right now. Well, finish up then. But that's what she said as far as her research on cancers and um and that uh talking about like dormant uh, cancer cells that are dormant in your body and um, why uh, mammograms are dangerous for uh, people that want to know if they have breast cancer. Yes. Um, I mean, she, she, she made some really interesting arguments against those things. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read her book, but it doesn't mean that I won't one day. Uh, but again, I just want to die quick. 
We so. know we know that. Well, I just want to make it clear they are little change. Well, well, my opinion on that has not changed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We might die quick because things are escalating in Israel. Um and that could lead this country into a war. So he I don't want to go too far into this and partially because things are changing all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean it could change from one day to the next. It could change from one hour to the next. Yeah. Because when we got home, I just opened you know, my iPad and there was a report from the BBC about some cities were apparently just attacked. Hamas just attacked some cities in Gaza. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I might have read it wrong, but it was something like that. But it, what? Well, it kind of reminded me of the um, the Russia-Ukraine war of last year. Well, what it reminds me of is 9-11. And that too. Yeah. But I'm talking about how, how much that war is escalating right now. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know if I can back Joe Biden after this. I don't think he's doing a good job on this. No, he's not. He definitely isn't. Because apparently there's reports out that he's telling people that people meaning politicians like congressmen and the Senate mm -hmm. and memos to avoid language like de-escalation. And his secretary of state said something like it's shameful to consider de-escalation. Um, I might be getting it a little so, bit wrong, but... It sounds like something she would say, though. It sounds like it's a lead-up to getting us into another proxy war. Which I don't like. Well, and, 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 and if any, I mean... It, it doesn't seem like this regime really cares about um, the safety of uh, the people of uh, the people in Israel. Well, you talking about Biden? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that. What I would say is he has a very pro-Israeli, uh, you know, take. And and I am not one of those people who hates Israel. I think that they should have a right to exist. And I also think that regular Palestinians who are not a part of Hamas and who are not part of any other terrorist organization should also have the right to live in peace. Well, there are, well, there are, there are Palestinian, I can't talk. There are Palestinians that are, um, supportive of Hamas that want to make Israel a Palestinian state. I don't support that, but I do, I do support the ones that, that actually want to be, um, Israeli citizens and want to, um, support Israel. Well, and, but I'm not. I'm not finished. Okay. The, the, this this is crazy. I I I I just keep thinking about the carnage and the videos that are being shown of yeah. dead children, um, um, old people being kidnapped. There's this one picture of a a woman with dementia that's being made fun of by Hamas. And you were joking to me the other day, saying that well, at least you won't remember it now. No, you said that. Did I? Yes. Does that sound? Yes. Oh, did you? Does that sound like something I would say? Yes, these? you would. Yeah, that was really? a, that was a, an insensitive joke for my. Book. I remember hearing laughter. When that was said. you. You said that. Was I the one laughing? Ouch. Yes. Okay. Well, I've dementia, so I forgot. Bugs. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I I support. I don't think that if you're a Palestinian person, you need to want to live in Israel. I support people who just want peace, whether they're Israelis or Palestinians, right? If, yeah. if you're on the side of peace, then God bless. I don't want you killed. Um, and it's disturbing to see what's going on on both sides. But I'm really afraid that this is Joe Biden's George W. Bush moment. Yeah, I don't, I mean, he, I, I, he's not, he's not doing a bad, he's not doing, I'm sorry, he's not doing a good job when it comes to any kind of crisis right now, whether it's a, the crisis in Israel, whether it's a crisis in Ukraine, whether it's crisis that happens over here. Yeah. He just doesn't get involved. Yeah. This one is, is a little bit different, though, because it involves 
possible nuclear problems, right? Because countries over there have nuclear weapons. Um, so I'm, I'm anxious to see how this turns out. I'm nervous about this and I'm keeping an eye on it as yeah. most people are. But, but what, what is agreed on both sides, I think, is that Hamas needs to be eradicated immediately. Yeah. Because this, this shouldn't happen again. This, this, this is actually, people have actually talked about how many, um, more Jews were killed, um, um, more than the Holocaust even. What do you mean more Jews were killed more than the Holocaust? More more Jews were killed this time, it seems like, than, than they were killed in the Holocaust. I mean, this was, a, this was a massacre. That's not true, by the way. Yes, it is. There were something like a thousand people who were killed in Israel who are Israeli citizens. And the numbers, I say something like, because they're still not exactly sure, but over six million Jews died during the Holocaust. Yeah, but it's it's increasing. I'm just saying there's it's it's definitely anti-Semitic stuff going on there, bubs. I'm not saying that there's not anti-Semitic stuff. I'm just saying that I don't think that the Holocaust is a fair analogy at this point. That doesn't mean it won't be someday. Okay, maybe I should rephrase it. Maybe it may not be more than the Holocaust, but it is more than it's becoming more than 9/11 actually. Because I think in 9/11 there was like was it like 30,000 people it was something like 3500 i believe 3500 but i could i could be wrong with that but but compared with that and then you've got americans and israeli hostages that were killed too and the americans um the number of americans killed are um are increasing yeah and the um numbers of palestinian kids is going up every day too and israeli kids yeah and 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 a lot of these babies i i, I mean I, I just can't get get over these babies that are being beheaded and and for no reason for no reason there was one description of um a hamas person that was um toying with some one-year-old baby and there was a seven-year-old baby that was being tortured by not tortured but um yeah 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 he was he was he was being harassed by gaza boys these 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 little boys in um in gaza i mean it was just horrible wow. stuff like that and we're starting to see hate crimes for example a six-year-old muslim kid and his mom i think were killed the other day by some radical dude who claimed support for israel here in the u.s so people need to be mindful of that too like don't just attack somebody because they happen to be of a different religion than you yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah. But the, the, I mean, Hamas just does not care, does not care at all. Now, there, I agree with you with that, but I would also say that Israel's response to it has shown that maybe they could use a little bit of compassion too. But they they need to fight for their country. But, I mean, they're not a big nation, right? But I think I think they need to fight for their country. And I don't disagree with you, but they're not just attacking Hamas. They've killed something like six hundred children since last week. Hamas killed six hundred children, no. not Israeli. Uh, not ba- the Israelis. Babes, this is being reported. It's Hamas, not Israelis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Oh, you're gonna fall. You're gonna fall over, buddy. You gotta let people tell. No, babe. So here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. Israel has cut power and water to the Gaza Strip. Now, that also means hospitals, which are being overran because Israel is also bombing the Gaza Strip in parts of it. There's estimates. I thought you said Hamas was bombing it. Hamas has done bombing of Israeli cities in the Gaza area. Okay. Okay. This is where the stuff gets a little bit confusing. So since this whole thing went down about nine days ago, around 600 Palestinian kids have died in Gaza. Okay. How many Israeli kids died? I don't know the exact numbers, babes. Because of all, all I mean... Israeli and Palestine and Arab kids are all dying too. Right. But the only thing I would say is it's yes, Palestinians have killed Israeli kids, but that doesn't mean that any, that doesn't mean that no Palestinian kids 
haven't died because of this. I'm not saying that they haven't. Okay. I'm just saying that this is such a crazy situation that we're still trying to find more answers to this and trying to get a clear picture because I'm sure that um, the mainstream media is hearing that um, that um, Hamas, uh, the people of uh, the people that are involved in um, Hamas are um, are not guilty of this or whatever. I mean, because I know that Hamas is um, is speaking on um, networks or whatever or whatever you call it. Um, so so this is this is one of those situations, as I've said, that it's things are happening on a day by day basis, not weekly, but daily. Yeah. And I think that we can't really jump to conclusions right now because we don't even know how many people are killed in total. We don't even know um, how many hostages are still alive yet. It's it's hard to say because some are still hostages and they're still alive and and not everybody has been found. Just like what happened with um, the um, the Maui fires. I know it's a different situation, but... It's you know very I mean? different. I know it's a different situation, but it's one of these situations where we don't know who's how many are dead and how many are alive total. Right. But we'll we'll have to see day by day, and I would talk about it more, but there are other things to talk about. Oh, oh. Well, we wish everybody who's in that situation, who's not a killer, uh, peace, love, all that good stuff. Uh, and if you are a killer, we may be that in the next lifetime, but not in this one. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. There's a dead prez line. You might want to plug your ears. Oh, do you have to repeat that now? What? That. Dead prez line? Yeah. Illegally, I signed a contract. I have to. Look, you're not you're not a part of them. Uh, but I signed the contract. I have to repeat what it says. All right. Go. Oh, jeez. It's basically what oh, in that line it says like I'm all for peace, but I'll kill you if you fuck with my mom or my niece. Um. So, and I only say that line because it kind of goes to show you that people will do desperate things in desperate situations, right? Okay, I think you repeated that before. Well, bears repeating, but I covered my ears anyway. Okay, go ahead. Do you think it's odd, babes, okay. that you? are so opposed to swearing that you have difficulty hearing certain words? No, it's not. Mm. Look, Buzz, not everybody talks the same way. I mean, there are people that are so used to swearing, they're so blind to it, um, that it doesn't even bother them. And then there are people that just can't stand it. And I happen to be one of them. Oh. It, it, it just uh, reminds me of um, hypocrisy uh. and... Uh, uh, I just, I've just grown to hate it more and more. So let me ask you this. What? How do you feel when you hear Donald Trump swearing? Look, I don't like it when anybody does. Okay. I'm just saying that I think it's really interesting that, um, he says one swear word and the leftist media gets all over it. But when it comes to, uh, somebody like Rashida Tlaib that can say whatever she wants to and says, uh, let's put the mf away, then of course... They're okay with it. They'll cheer her on. Well, I would say, though, that the right has tried to be the moral majority and is very much of the opinion, do what we say, but not what we do. That's not exactly true, Bubs. That sounds like something the left would do. Uh, well, do we want to go through all the examples? Something does. Ah! <laughs> you could just say no. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Look, look, yeah. I don't really want to go on with politics right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have other things to talk about. Yes. And by the way, one last political thing, and I'm just going to throw it out yeah. there as an observation. It's interesting to me that I have a lot of problems with Joe Biden, but at the same time, the Republicans still can't get their stuff together in the House and select a, a speaker. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused about that. Okay. Um, I've been hearing on conservative conservative media that they're a little confused about that too okay that's fair um so i mean i can't really comment on it um it's probably a good thing that steve scalise dropped out because yeah. i don't know that he would be able to um do the job because of how sick he is um so i don't i don't know what's going to happen I, I really don't it's it's kind of up in the air and and we need to find one soon 
I think. Because it prevents a lot of business from being done. Yeah, and, and um, I know that um, there are a lot of Americans who um, who believe in um, supporting Israel. So I, I think I think uh, they need to find one too. Nice. So anyway. Well, good, babes. Anywho. Yes. Um, yeah. I've been doing some reading. Very good. Yes. I'm rereading oh my goodness. a biography on Henry Ford that I read many, many years ago. I guess technically I'm listening to it, but you know how it goes. Mm -hmm. And there's something that people like to say about Henry Ford to make him seem like a man of the people. And that thing is this. In, I think it was the late teens, early 1920s, he gave his workers a $5 a day salary. Mm -hmm. And he, he said one of the things when he did that was, we want them to have this so they'll be more productive, but also so that they can afford the cars that we make. Now, $5 a day isn't really much of anything now. But mm -hmm. back in the day, that was a fair amount of money. Mm -hmm. But there's a couple of caveats to that. For example... You had to, I think, be a resident of Detroit for something like six months before you were eligible for that salary. Um, there were certain restrictions. You had to be taking care of at least one family member or be married. And they would send people to research this and ask questions about your personal life. Okay. So it feels a little bit more invasive. And yeah. you. it's a good reminder that you always have to read the fine print on an issue. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And what does it say about our society that we don't like to read the fine print? Uh, some people do and some people don't. Oh. Yeah. You sound like you don't want to talk about this. No, I don't. Okay. Well, may I ask you why not? Well, there's other stuff I want to talk about. And we always seem to spend more time on politics when... Like, I don't know if that's really a political question, is it? Well, we are talking about Henry Ford, and he was, uh, in, you, you know, when he was alive, he was our uh, one of our presidents. No, he wasn't. Hen oh, Henry Ford. I'm sorry. That was a different Ford. You're thinking of Gerald. Bates. Gerald Ford. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, okay. I must be having an off day. Um, Yeah, I don't know about why people don't want to read the fine print. I think they should. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with, you know, like, you know those commercials that say, Ask your doctor if such and such is right for you, right? Mm -hmm. But then they have all these side effects. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And before they didn't do that. Before they never, I don't remember them doing that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, if you take such and such, um, you may have uh, bleeding at the injection site or pain at the injection site or whatever it is. Or blah, 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 may blah. fall. Oh, my off. goodness. Um, you may have a heart attack or stroke. Your balls might shrink. <laughs> Your hair might turn blue. Yes. Anyway, why are you talking about your <laughs> buzz? What? Oh, my goodness. If you take this acne medication for up to a day, your balls might shrink. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, but, but I mean, like, uh, you know, people need to read the fine print when it comes to those kinds of things. Yes. So I don't know why people don't. Yes. Oh, by the way. Yeah. One last political thing, and this is a very quick thing, mm -hmm. giving Joe Biden a slight, slight credit. Slight credit. Yeah. So apparently he pointed some head uh, lady to the FTC, I forget her name, and mm -hmm. she wants to go after businesses for hidden fees. So, for example, you know how Instacart, when you order stuff and they have all these hidden extra charges yeah. that you weren't expecting? Mm -hmm. She's trying to make it to where companies have to be transparent about all of their fees so you know exactly what you're paying for. So it's not like you order something and it's supposed to be $19 and then when you get the bill, it's, it's like, like $72. $72, yeah. yeah. Or, or, seven, or $82 or Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. So good honor, good on the Biden administration for that. Okay. And now we can move off of politics and Henry Ford if you don't want to talk about him. Not right now, anyway. Okay. Maybe maybe the next uh, podcast when I'm a little bit more uh, uh, here. Nice. <laughs> I, I think I must be having an off day with uh, veering across the street and 
and Henry Ford. <laughs> you know what I might want to show you soon? What's that? It's a private little war. A private little war? Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting in these times. It's a Star Trek episode. Basically, the premise is there's this planet where there's these people who are kind of primitive and there's these tribes who are fighting each other. And the Klingons are helping one side with weapons and the Federation is helping the other side. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. You know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, the Middle East is primitive. It's not. Okay. But I'm trying to say it kind of feels like a private little war if they had sex with 9-11 and had a really disgusting baby. Oh, my goodness. Is what our times feel like. If a private little war had a baby with 9-11, it feels like this is what it is right now. Oh, if that makes any sense. I'm probably digging a hole for myself, babes. Getting yeah, a little bit. Hole. Yeah, a little bit. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, why don't we talk about this morning? I think it went pretty well for the most part. I came over here, got yelled out by giving Alana something back to her. Uh, well, I didn't actually yell. I was just... I was just telling you, hold on, you're, you're, you know, I'm doing something just a minute. Yeah, but you But right. I, I came out, I, it, it didn't come out right. Yes. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, I know. I'm, I think it's because I was a little bit frustrated because I was doing something and you wanted to give me something and I was like, hold on just a minute. Oh. Uh, I sat down. I was wondering what should I do. I used Alana's Wi Fi to download some podcasts, put on lithium, was listening with my headphones. And Alana's in the kitchen. <laughs> what happened after that? Um, I uh, took my drip pans and my burners out of the sink because I washed them overnight. And I, I hate taking them out and putting that, them back in again. Mm -hmm. I have to check to make sure they're in correctly because I think I did something wrong. Oh. And that's probably why it's not turning on the way it should. Yes. That's part of the reason. Um, I'm hoping I don't have to involve the maintenance people in it, or at least the maintenance, the maintenance guy. Um, but he's a nice guy and, um, I guess, I guess it'll be fine if I have to get it fixed, but I don't think I, I need to. Um, but my, um, my teacher was late, but she got here like 15 minutes before 10 o'clock. I thought it was after 10. Oh, that's right. It was after 10. I'm sorry. It was 15 minutes before 11. Sorry. That's okay. So it was about 1045 because she needed some time and buses were running late or something out of effect or she missed one of them. But she got there and we took an alternative route to the grocery store. Yes. Can I say the name? You can. To uh, the Fred Meyer that wasn't too far from me, but we... Uh, we took a little bit of, uh, the longer, a longer way. It, it wasn't that much longer, but it's a little bit more straightforward than the one that we took, um, last Thursday. Alana decided to be really nice and greet the cars who are in traffic by walking out into them. I, I wasn't trying to, but I did have an off day veering. Yes. I normally wouldn't do that, but I think it's because the route is so new and I was processing everything and, what was really confusing to me was crossing little driveways on the way to the store. Mm -hmm. Because to me, when I cross a driveway, I I would just walk across the driveway and not worry about cars. But these driveways are like little streets, little side streets. And you have to make sure that you're crossing, um, obviously, when there's no car going in or out of the driveway. So I kind of had to listen for that. But I, I was clear on my directions. I was clear on where to turn and what direction I was facing. Um, and I didn't have to worry about extra things on the sidewalk that much. Um, well, I mean, not even in the other um, route, but it wasn't as confusing to me. It was more straightforward. And you were probably also excited because the good boy was there. Was I? Yeah. I don't know if you would want to admit that publicly, but I know what's up. And then after the lesson, uh -huh. you decided to buy lunch for the good boy. For the both of us, perhaps, yeah. not just for the good boy. Yes. But you were kind enough to pick out our, our drinks, and you got 
the bigger kind, and I like that. Oh, <laughs> yes, two yes. of them. That's good. And um, I bought some chicken strips, JoJo's, uh, and uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. I got the same thing, except I got barbecue sauce of mine. And the I got ranch. lady at the register was older, but she was super nice. Yeah. Yes. We came back here. Yeah. Watched some Maya. We also watched some yesterday and this morning. We did. There's a lot of episodes. Yeah. You want me to start? Yeah. There was one yesterday where <laughs> I forgot why, but Mary's having, oh, it was Ched's bachelor party. Yeah. Well, because he didn't have a bachelor party before they got married. Yeah. Him and Georgette. That's going on. And Lou Grant's old love was in the picture. This was a girl he was with before Edie. Who he almost married, but Veronica she, Ludlow, and that's when um, he was in the. Um, he was over. He was uh, in the military. Yes, I was still talking. Sorry, but uh, she sent him a dear John letter. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what to do if he should go and talk to her. So he goes to the party, and Mary says, "You know, you should really meet up with Veronica tonight. She's waiting for you." So he goes to the restaurant, and he's starting to loosen up, having a good time with her. And she's like, Lou, um, you know, I know we're going to have fun tonight, but can I have $100 from you? And he says, okay. $100, why? No, he doesn't say why. She says, I feel I need to tell you why. And he says, hey, you can ask $100 from me. I'm sure it's a good reason. And she says something like, I need to get my boyfriend's clarinet out of storage. It might not have been a clarinet, and, but it's and a musical has, instrument. And then she mentions his, his her boyfriend's wife. Yeah. And so Lou gets up to leave and then comes back and says, oh, I wanted to do this. And he, she had like some sort of dessert. I think it was like a milkshake. He picks it up, <laughs> pours it over her head and leaves. <laughs> and then the next day he's hanging out with Mary and he says, I just, I'm so glad I went. And I just want to remember her, how she was when I said goodbye. When I left. Yeah, when I left. And I thought it was really a, a really funny line. <laughs> that was a great episode. <laughs> For a lot of different reasons. Yes. It speaks to the idea of what could have been. And also, people not always living up to the expectations we have of them in our head. Absolutely. Because, and I think we've all have had, well, maybe not all of us have had, but um, situations like this. But I think I think women have, for sure, had situations where... Um, Maybe the guy was in love with the girl and has carried a torch for her all these years, even though he got married or even though he had girlfriends or whatever, or the same thing with a girl. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they meet up with their, they meet up with them later on. And the only image they have of them is when they first met them. Yes. And they, remember them as they were but they're still stuck in the past but the other person is not so it's kind of interesting isn't it yes and it's fun to think about what could have been what might have been but i think it's better to think about what's going on now than what could have been nice because Anything could have happened, but it might not have been good. It might not have been good for the two people involved. Yes. Right. Yes. And I know because it 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 happened to me. So you know, it did. It did. Yes. And I won't. I don't. I won't go over it because I went over it before. So okay. Yes. After that one, we saw an episode where Mary is dating this guy named Joe. Yep. And she falls in love with him, and it's. We get a Rhoda episode, kind of. Rhoda yeah. has a small part in this one, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yes, it, it it was. So Joe and Mary are seeing each other. I mean, Lou doesn't like him because he calls him the toucher. I think he's like super like physical, yeah. physically affectionate. And <laughs> it's, it's like, actual. you know, TDA all over. TDA? Or, I'm sorry, PDA. Yes. Yeah, PDA, public display of affection all over, right? <laughs> and... You know, Mary's kind of interesting because she's like, well, you know, I know that, you know, he shows me all the time that he cares about me, but I'd like to hear the words, which for me, that would be the opposite. You can tell me you love me all the time, but if you don't show me, it's not going to be believable. Yeah. I'm not going to believe you. Thanks. So, so 
Um, she finally tells him that she loves him, and he says thanks, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, and then you know she feels like a fool, and uh, but but she heads off to uh, Joe's place and realizes that there's this other woman named Joan that's at his place, and. She gets upset. She's like, how could you do this to me? I mean, blah, 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 blah. And in order for her to not go, he says, Mary, I love you. And she's like, well, I guess we can give it a try, which I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that I liked about this this um, episode, but the I didn't like the ending. That's fair. What did you think about the ending? I don't know. I don't... It didn't strike me as that the best ending ever, to be honest. But I think you disliked it more than I did. Mm -mm. But that's fair to me. Because mm -hmm. it is... I can see where it would be divisive for people. Yeah. Because he just kind of, like, says, Okay, well, if you love me, then let's give this a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because if it were me, someone could tell me they love me all they want to. But I'd rather see it uh, in action than just hear the words uh it could also be that language is her love you know language yeah before that was even called the love language yes the talking is her love language or whatever you want to say about um uh affirmation yeah language is her love language doesn't sound right but yeah we'll go with what you said affirmation yeah and then what was the third episode we watched the other day um did we all? Did we all? Yeah, we watched the third one. Oh, what was that? No, that was the last one we watched. I thought we watched three. No, we watched two. No, I think we watched three. Okay, there was Ted's bachelor party, which also included um, the Veronica Ludlow line, yes. the Veronica Ludlow Low storyline, okay. and then Joe and Mary. That the one about was Joe and Mary. Yes. And then, let me think. Uh, hmm. What was it? Do you remember? I, that's why I asked you. I don't remember. But I know that we watched three episodes. Um. I remember thinking it was funny at the time, but now I can tell you anything about it. Was Sue Ann in one of the, those episodes? I'm sure she was. Mm. What was it? I can't remember. It's going to drive me crazy. I know. I'm sure I'll remember it if I go through um, season six. Yes, when we're not doing this, it'll come to you. It will come to me. Yes. I don't like her haircut in season six, but I'll live. This morning, mm -hmm. we watched the episode, which is really good, where Sue Ann wants a date with Lou. <laughs> awesome oh wait a second so what you remember it i remember okay there was a joke in there about how lou's grandson just learned to use a bathroom by himself or something oh well i know i remember that one what was it? that was the one where um that was the one where um he's talking about mary's boyfriend joe Oh, okay. There was another one after that. No, there was... Th I think there was only two. We watched three. What was the other one then? I don't remember, babes. I just said that. I don't remember either. I know you just said that, but I don't remember what it is. Well, I... I... Okay. Next episode, we will discuss it. Uh, if Alana remembers. I do. Okay. But if you really remember what happened in it, then we'll discuss it. Moms... Mm -hmm. I could pause this and we could check. Okay. All right, hold on. We'll pause it and then right. we check. I, I'll pause it. Okay, hold on. We're pausing. Okay. All right, we're back. I know what it is now. What is it? Hold on, let me just make sure I press the right button. Yes, I did. Okay, it was Ted Baxter. Ted Baxter, as your girl would say. Baxter. Baxter has a tax refund. That's right. That was, yes. that was really funny. That was really funny. <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't remember that one. And he, he buys... <laughs> All these things, like yes. like he gives Mary flowers. And like some sort of like silver cup or something. Yeah. And Murray gets a briefcase. I forgot what he bought for Lou. But 
he because he had gotten this tax refund for six thousand dollars and then he finds out he's being audited <laughs> and he tells Mary something like, you know, tell them that I took you off for lunch exactly two hundred and seventeen times. <laughs> And at the end of the episode, he owes $7,000 and, you know, he's coming out of Lou's office with the tax guy. And the guy says, you know, you don't have any receipts or anybody to vouch for you. And they all say, you know, all it takes is somebody to vouch for you. And he says, yeah. In most sitcoms, Mm -hmm. they would have vouched for Ted. Yeah. I really like it in this episode. They they don't do that. Yeah, I know. Yes. I know. That's funny, though. That was really good. Yeah, so that was the, that was the episode that we couldn't figure out. Yes, this morning. Yep. The happy homemaker finally got Lou to her place. I uh, really ex- enjoyed this. Except, episode. yes, Lou didn't ma- want it. Except that Lou didn't want to go. Sue Ann asks him out first, but then Mary asks Lou out for Sue Ann the second time. Yes, and he ends up, and, and it was funny because. Murray's like, Lou, you're supposed to be there by 7. Sue Ann wanted you there at 7, and it's after 7. <laughs> and Mary's like, Mr. Grant, I am really, really sorry. I feel really bad about what happened. Huh. So he goes to Sue Ann's place. She doesn't seem angry. And he pretty much eats all the food. Yes. Both of them. Yes. It's like, what about the truffles? You ate the truff. We ate all the truffles. And the cake. And the cake is like that was a good cake. Like yes, but it's all gone. I love this episode. Yes. <laughs> this is really good. Yes. Yes. I thought the speech that he gave her was great. Yeah. Because, um, I think if it were a different sitcom, it would have ended differently. Yeah. <laughs> she said, "You know, some men ask me out, and I feel really awful, but." You just rejected me, and I feel like a million bucks. Because because he didn't reject her in a mean way. He said, you know what? You're better than the men that you ask out. You're you're better than that. You deserve a better man. And and I'm glad that he put it that way instead of telling her, you're a horrible person and I don't like you. This was a good episode. It was. Very funny. Yes. We enjoyed it a lot. And the last one we saw was Mary is dating your buddy Joe. and My buddy? I don't know this man. I'm sure you don't. Her, him and Ted are kind of becoming friends, which I thought the episode was going to be about that, but I'm glad I know. It wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't. I thought it was going to be really corny. But then her old fling comes to town, and Mary Dan, Dan Whitfield doesn't know if she wants to be with Dan or Joe and finally realizes that Joe is the man for her. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff, babes. And it is gonna, good stuff. We're going to watch a couple more before I head out. Which which also is um, confirming that things, there are times where things should just stay in the past. Exactly. What's that great quote by Immortal Technique? You can make the future, but it starts with leaving the past. Hmm, okay. Do you know that song, Leaving the Past? I don't know about All right, I'm going to play it for you after this and before we watch it now. No. It's a great song. No. It's a great song and it's a short song. No. no. Why not? I, I don't know. I'll think about it. Sometimes I get the sense, babes, that I turn you on to a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, you do. And sometimes I have the feeling like you, on occasion, don't want to experience something cool because I'm the one recommending it to you. I don't know that that's necessarily true. It's okay. just, it's not that it's because you're doing it. It's yeah. because some of the things you're into, it doesn't really, it doesn't really jive with me. Oh, but I, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's because of you. Yeah. I'm just saying it's because what you're into isn't really my thing. All right. Why don't we give this immortal technique song, one song a chance. Okay. Okay. And then on Saturday, you can report back to us what you think about it. This is one of the songs that uh, turned me on to his music. Okay. Yes. But So let's, before we do that, though, mm-hmm. is there anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to reiterate that I thought um, the walk, um, on the way to the grocery store was better, a little bit better this time than the last time. About the last time was really confusing. Yeah. Um, I did have an off day veering, and I admit that. 
most of the time I'm better with that. Um, and I think it's, I think, I think it's, uh, it's safe to say that it's because of a, a new route and just processing everything and learning my, you know, figuring out what direction I'm walking in and learning how to cross these driveways that remind me of side streets, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, a little bit of repetition here and there, and I think I'll get better at it. Nice. And I think this route will be doable. Just as long as I don't, you know, fall into a pothole and other things. <laughs> I think it's doable. Nice. I, uh, the, the push button thing is hard to hear. So I think what's going to be the best bet for me would be to hear the traffic. And I love you, Vera. And, uh, <laughs> it's not Viola. Okay. Bubby. Well, I love you, babes. Jadal Viola. I hope you had a good lunch. I did. Good. So why don't we wrap this up? I'll play for you one Immortal Technique song, and then we'll watch some more, and then you'll kick my ass to the cold. Well, I wouldn't say it that way, but I'll definitely ask you to leave. Oh, my goodness. Politely. Politely. He's like, leave me now. I'm calling you a cop here. Bye -bye. Oh. Right, I love you, babe. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.